Welcome to Airbnb with D. This is your host, Devana. In today's episode, we're going to talk about a topic that's a game changer for real estate investors, and that's real estate syndication. Real estate syndication is when multiple investors pull together their resources to invest in a real estate project. So rather than just purchasing a single family home, you and a few investors will get together to purchase maybe an apartment building, complex, land even to build your own building. So stay tuned as I dive into why this may be a better option for you rather than corporate leasing if you're someone that's a little further along on the investor scale. Right, so let's dive right in. Real estate syndication is a way for investors to pull together their financial and intellectual resources to invest in properties and projects much bigger than they can afford or manage on their own. So another example of a real estate syndication tactic or plan would be instead of buying a single family home, you could Again, get a small apartment complex, a small apartment building, or you could join forces with other investors to get a larger commercial property, such as an office building, a hotel, a shopping center, or even a storage facility. There are several benefits to real estate syndication. And the reason why I thought that this was important to speak on is because I've often, and I am still very firm, on being adamant about purchasing property for short-term rentals unless it is specialty property. Locations are great. So, I mean, if you're getting like a cabin or you have like a mansion with some type of infinity pool, something, you know, those specialty properties that are once-in-a-lifetime deals, I think those are awesome. And I would never advocate to not purchase personally, but we're talking about for business. So I wouldn't advocate to purchase a single family property anywhere just for business. Not because it's just, oh my gosh, you wouldn't do it, but because you could do so much more. That's my point. If you could get yourself together to get a single family home, my question is, have you even taken a look at maybe what it would cost you to invest in a multi-unit property with other investors? And I'm gonna give you some websites that you can use, very credible websites, that you can use to research and find investors and projects that are in the works that you can become a part of. That's important too. But so often when I consult with people, we talk about their personal homeowner dreams or the property that they're looking to purchase as their second home. And my question is always, if you know that Airbnb and out could potentially qualify you for the grander property, why wouldn't you just start an Airbnb somewhere and utilize that income in your bank statements or your bank to get you the property that you want or go into it corporately leasing and using all of your profits, saving that all up again so that you have the money you need when you're looking to purchase the apartment complex, when you're looking to take over those things or even make a bigger investment. The goal is to have your money make money. And so for some of you, you are already in a further position along than, um, you know, other people. And so that's why real estate syndication is something you should take a look at. So it gives you access to more opportunities. By joining a syndication, 
you can access the deals that are usually reserved for institutional investors or just wealthy individuals. You can also diversify your portfolio by investing in different markets, asset classes, and strategies. You'll leverage the expertise of others. This is my favorite part about a syndication is because you're not alone and the people that are in the syndication are from all aspects of life, international, and have money. So they can also teach you things working with them as well as you'd be able to show them a few things being a part of that syndication as well. It is a lower risk, I must say. I think that's people's favorite point is that when you spread your capital across multiple properties and investors, you can reduce your exposure to any single asset or market. You can also benefit from the economies of scale and the professional management that come with larger properties. So additionally, you can take advantage of tax benefits of real estate investing, such as depreciation, deductions, and deferral strategies. So as it pertains to the Airbnb market, real estate syndication can be a powerful tool for investors looking to capitalize on the booming short-term rental market, but hoping to avoid the Airbnb bus situation that so many have feared and have talked about and maybe think is a real thing. When pooling your resources together, all investors, you included, can acquire and operate larger properties such as multi-unit buildings or vacation rentals that may be better suited for short-term rentals. So that means we're not just placing our Airbnb rentals where we want to, we're actually able to go to the area, the hottest area, the highly travel area. And yeah, you're right, maybe the interest rates are higher there, but if you're going in as a group, you can actually purchase property that would stand to last as opposed to getting something small in a single family home and just hoping that it works. Because we all know when you do go purchasing into a single family home property, there's so much that goes into it before we can even get it to the Airbnb listing phase. We're not talking about those of you that already have property. We're talking about those of you that are looking to obtain. There's so much that goes into it. So I'm gonna give you another example, one that I admire of um, investors that went in on a 200 unit apartment complex. So this is in Dallas, Texas, and it was acquired by 50 investors. So all of them contributed about $100,000. So they had a sponsor and the sponsor planned to renovate the units and amenities. They were gonna increase rents by 15% over three years and generate an annual cash on cash return of 8%. The internal rate of return was projected to be 18%. So this means investors could see and would see a significant return on their investment. And it worked. The sponsor charged a 2% acquisition fee, a 2% asset management fee per year, and a 70-30 profit split. 70% for investors and 30% for the sponsor. So this allowed the sponsor to provide the expertise and manage the property while the investors saw returns on their investment. It was a powerful tool because in this case, this sponsor was already in the field, had a foot in the game, already had a plan, but needed other people's money, right? So he put together 
they put together, I should say, I don't want to keep labeling it as one person, even though every syndication may start, may have a originator. It is still a group project. So I'll still say group. So they put together this amazing plan. And rather than just being able to qualify or get a loan payment or get hard money lending for just a single family home, they were able to put this towards a 200 unit apartment complex in Dallas, Texas. Guys, come on now. You know that that was a good move. Now, if they did a 200 unit apartment complex in Alaska, I, I couldn't say the same thing. But in Dallas, Texas, this was a, a steal because this is not just for Airbnb. This is for local residents as well, college students as well. Those people are there needing the spaces, okay? So this is something that can work and can be a powerful tool for investors that are looking to tackle larger products, or I'm sorry, projects and diversify their portfolio. So would you ever consider investing in a project like this is my question. I know it seems like it's, it can be a lot, but it can be a lot of what you need. One of my main mantras is following the path of least resistance and doing what's best for you. But in nowhere in that mantra does it say play small. So for some of you corporate leasing, going to the apartments, you know, that was small and I've heard you. So this is where I want to bring to you some websites that you can take a look at and find some syndication projects that are already ongoing. Maybe you yourself have an idea, you have land, you have a thought. Go on there, register and get yourself, you know, we talk about business all the time, business communication, having our business emails. Make sure that you are properly representing yourself as you are joining these websites that I'm about to name so that you seem eligible and credible amongst whomever may see your profile, okay? So there are several platforms and websites that connect sponsors and investors online. So similar to the example I gave you before, where the sponsor already had a foot in the real estate game. They already had, and you know, when we talk about the sponsors, guys, this can be Hilton, this could be Marriott, this could be Sheridan, this could be even the extended stay, this could be Graystar. These are companies and sponsors that when you put yourself in a position to invest in them, you will be able to invest with them, okay? Cushman and Wakefield, these are big people. So websites that you can find sponsors and could be connected as an investor is CrowdStreet, Realty Mogul. And I want you to search these in Google, all of the ones I'm giving you, to see which one it, you know is better suited for whatever project you have in mind. Fundrise. Yield Street and Equity Multiple. I'm going to name those again for you. That was Crowd Street, Realty Mogul, Fundrise, Yield Street, and Equity Multiple. Those platforms will allow you to browse through different deals and compare them based off the various criteria, like the location, the asset class the strategy that they're using, the projected returns, the minimum investment amount needed, and the track record of the sponsor. These are major websites that you can go on. And even if you aren't in a position or ready to invest today, 
you can begin to prepare yourself for the projects that you are better suited for. I do want to go over a few of the negatives though, because there are some, you know, negatives to every situation. And in this case, real estate syndication is no different. Some of the drawbacks include a lack of control. Okay, we already know that. If you're going into a project, not just this one person is more than one person, you are considered a passive investor. And in passive investments, you sometimes have little to no say in how the property is managed or when it is sold. But to be honest, guys, if you're like me, you're just thinking about making some money, honey. So if you wanna just make the money, that is your goal. Let someone else do the work. We're trying to create passive income opportunities for you and your family, not anything that takes you further away from your family. You do have to trust the sponsor's decisions, but this is why you're uh, recommended by me, I should say, to go on Google, research these platforms, research these sponsors, and see if their track record is something that you can sign off on. If so, that makes the job so much easier for you. So as a passive investor, you do have to pay fees, such as I named before. The sponsor charged a 2% acquisition fee and a 2% management fee to the investors while promising a 7 to 30 profit split. So depending on your sponsor and what they're requiring, you know, we don't know those fees, but the great thing is with those platforms I gave you, you can clearly see what these fees are. The fees could possibly eat into your returns and create a little bit of a misalignment of interest between you and the sponsor. So make sure you are not doing this by yourself. While I am giving you all this game, my whole expectation is that you take this back to your wealth advisor, your accountant, your CPA, whomever, your spouse, to discuss it over and make sure that this is something that you and your family are ready for. And then also get the breakdown on what that would look like for you to start this process. I don't like to give too many negatives, um, but one of the last ones would be, unlike stocks or bonds, real estate syndication investments are not easily traded or sold. So you have to commit your capital for the duration of the project. If the project's a 10-year, 15-year project, just like a mortgage on a house though, guys, so let's, let's talk about it. The reason why we corporately lease and we lease places and we do rental arbitrage is because it gives us the flexibility of moving our business and our business plan wherever we see fit. So that's why we love it, right? But there are some, um, you know, maybe some profit opportunities that we are missing by doing it that way. So just like when you purchase a piece of property or land, you know, that's a decade plus commitment, but you could be anywhere from a few months to several years. So of course the projects that are a few months, I'm gonna let you review them for yourself on the platform, guys. Those amounts vary completely. Um, you're often looking at paying a little bit more money when things are completely finished, but you also are at risk of having to add more money after you were quoted a certain amount once a project is in the completion, or not completed, once it's in the process of being completed. So there are some drawbacks. But again, I want you to take a look at CrowdStreet, Realty Mogul, Fundrise, Yield Street, and Equity Multiple for yourself to get very familiar 
with the different projects that are going on and get inspired and excited. Even if you utilize the information on this site for your own business plans, for your own marketing strategies, maybe you figure out a whole new segment or sector for your business that you didn't previously consider because you were only thinking about Airbnb. My biggest goal and hope for you all is that you realize that Airbnb is second and business is first. This is bigger than Airbnb. The moves that you make with your LLC, with your sole proprietorship, the moves that you make, if made intentionally and made right, will make you a lot of money, especially in the space that we're in now, guys. People are needing places to live. They're not wanting to go through the whole rigmarole of the credit process, the security deposit. There are people that are actually increasing what their requirements are even just for renting. And it's simply because COVID and the rent relief programs and how they didn't have to pay rent and how many companies actually went bankrupt during that time. What that what was so quietly done, I want you to look now, property management companies, they change quite often. But there were some apartment complexes that literally could not afford to run after COVID and had to be bought out for pennies on the dollar by another company. Similar to what we're talking about now, a real estate syndication. They had to look for some type of a bailout. Now, of course, once they're already running, there are different loans and programs that are available to bail them out, um, different things that other companies could do. But yeah, a sponsor could very well make an, a bank's rep apartment complex one of its projects and look for investors and tell them how much money they have to give and let them know what their profit split would be. That would be an example of a syndication. So I thank you so much for tuning in. If you have any questions about this episode, please drop it in the Airbnb with D Facebook group so that we can talk about it and maybe brainstorm some ideas on your next syndication.